Yeah, your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm a central man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip though. I don't wanna sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah. I, I found a button. <laughs> I'm not going to leave the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> right. Lord knows I'm tired of that. Anyway, um, what up, though? What up, though? What up, though? Um, I think I remember how to do this. This is the Mental Matters Podcast. Welcome. I'm Rich. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Jarrell. Glad to still be here. Yay. We are still here, me. Crack these knuckles <laughs> real quick. That must be uh, like a contagious thing because that's how you doing it. Then I just went to it. Yeah, it's like when you uh, lick your lips. You see one person lick their lips, they start licking their lips. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, was well, somebody on or <laughs> no? Like it's a thing. Like be like, man, my lips feel real dry. You suck how to lick your lips. And everybody mm-hmm. else in the room, you look around, you see them look. <laughs> I think the only reason you didn't do it is because I said it. That probably is why. <laughs> it's cool. Anyway, we are here for episode 70, which is a milestone, which means we are 30 away from 100. Mm. So I don't know when we're going to get to 100, but we will <laughs> eventually. Um, in the meantime, between time, brother, how you been, man? It's been like all summer. I feel like I ain't seen you since like before my birthday. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, just spent a lot of time with family, a lot of time doing business stuff, uh, a lot of time networking. My uh, my hair, it looks like it's probably shrunk because I wanted to like get it down a little bit, get it nappy a little bit more. I don't know, I like that style. So I might just roll with this until I feel like growing it back out again. I mean, it's still not like short like I used to have it. But. You yeah, look good. I still got the nappy. I'm happy to be nappy. But um, one of my sisters, they bought a dog recently. So that's been fun, like, having a dog in the family. A little pug. His name is Rocky. So, I mean, little, so he's not like a fighter like a real Rocky. But uh, he does scratch. He got me a few times on the arm. Broke my skin and all that type of stuff. So, Oh, no. Um, <laughs> besides dog sitting. Well, I only dog sitting probably for, like, two hours and then like Gabby did the rest. Um, it, was, it was too hard for you. I mean, you couldn't I, watch it on. I probably end up having to go like show a house or something. <laughs> but um, I, don't, I can't even remember the last time I was on a grill. Like that was the one hobby that I haven't done in like the last listen. Last, this last time we talked. <laughs> so it is not my fault ladies and gentlemen. This man agreed if y'all remember a couple episodes ago and he was going to bring us grill on Fridays. That's I think true. he did it twice and was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, all right. The people ain't a, worth it. A part, a part of that was we was, we was traveling. Like, uh, like outside, I opened up, and we was in Atlanta for Gabby's birthday, like early July. 
and then we were away in Arizona for our anniversary in early August. Um, she Aww. was just like, basically, we didn't go anywhere last year, so let's go somewhere this year because I can't stay in this house without going crazy, you know, for another year or whatever. So we did that. That was fun. Arizona was dope. We were in Scottsdale. Um, they had, like, the best Mexican food I ever had as far as, like, nachos. Nachos is no point. Um, what else? So, yeah, I would like to also there. mention it's probably your fault that the Phoenix Suns actually lost in the NBA Finals because he went to Phoenix. <laughs> I don't remember the timeline, but I'm going to blame Jarrell if there's any Phoenix fans on our timeline. <laughs> The Bucks are the champions by the time I already went to Arizona. <laughs> yeah, okay. I went out there and I felt bad. I was looking for D-Book in the desert. Man. But, yeah, so that, that was fun. But, I mean, I've just I've just been enjoying. I actually uh, did some gardening. So I planted some uh, tomato seeds on my nephew. That was probably, what, like third week, fourth week of July. And now we actually have stalks. Well, I don't know if that's the actual term. Of them. But I mean, it's not, you know, tomato buds on them, but we have like the stalks that are probably like 10 or 12 inches high now. So I got to like uproot them and go plant them like in the ground and then let them stay there until I guess like mid-September, which is only like three weeks away. And then <laughs> take them out of the ground and put them back in the house. So uh, we'll see how that goes. If I can grow tomatoes, then uh, I call that a success. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, being as you start, my nephew will take all summer. the credit, though. <laughs> yeah, what's, That's what's up? I know with you, I know you the you've been manifesting a lot, man. Child, let me tell you, we're gonna start by saying God is good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's been crazy. This summer has been definitely um, one to. Remember, I guess I'll say it that way. Um, I started my gardening early in the spring, mid late spring. So we're getting a lot of a lot of tomatoes, like so many tomatoes. I'm probably not gonna eat them all, but I gotta do some cutting up of tomatoes recently. Um, getting the house stuff in order. You know, mm-hmm. finally gonna have a some type of normal family get together for Labor Day weekend. Um, I'm actually going to get on the grill for the first time since, like, Mother's Day. So, <laughs> um, that should be fun. Uh, and, you know, a lot's been good on the career front. You know, it's definitely been some crazy times. I think last, last time we left our gang, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was in this mental state where it was like, you know, I was tired of, you know, I, I, it's not that I was necessarily tired. I think I just wanted a change of pace in terms of my workplace and my work environment and, you know, mm-hmm. just career growth. And so um, a little of that is what we're, I think we're going to talk about today, unless it's changing. I mean, Gerald can let me know because I'll be making up shit. And he'd be <laughs> like, he'd just be going with it. But um, we're going to go with the plan. Okay, that's cool. Um, so, I often joke about this phrase because Solange said it on her one of her latest albums, and I've been kind of living by it, especially ever since I heard it, is to mm-hmm. do nothing without intention. Mm-hmm. And she's a bad member, Jamie, when she said that, because I, 
I just go with it. Just boom. Like, Rich, no, wait, wait. I didn't mean it that way. It's like, nah, I already went that way. So, um, <laughs> you know, so I was able to secure a new job. I'm happy to say that. Um, I have not mm-hmm. started said job yet because I don't start until after Labor Day. So I've been mm-hmm. kind of not doing much of anything last week and a half. And it's been absolutely amazing. Yep. <laughs> like <laughs> binging Netflix and watching How to Get Away with Murder. I'm almost done with the whole series, which is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, for those that have not watched, make sure I go check it out. If you want to watch it again, it's, it's well worth it. But mm-hmm. my God, I forgot how this thing takes off. Like Shondaland is a real thing. <laughs> let's just make it. Let's just call it that, right? Um, so other than that, I mean, like I said, we'll get more into the, you know, intentionality piece of it in a little bit. But um, I've just been in peace of mind. You know, I've taken uh, the advice from my therapist uh, extremely serious when it comes to you know, really looking at what your what your own self-worth is and making sure you realize on a day-to-day basis. And I have to thank a lot of my friends and family because a lot of them really kind of set the tone for that. Just kind of saying, hey, Rich, listen, you are more than what you put on social media, bro. Like, don't be sitting around being content because you worth a lot more. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, mm-hmm. I am that guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> Um, so it's definitely been a summer of not only growth and realization, but just the manifestations and, you know, for those that believe in that thing, you know, I truly do believe that what you say and put out in the atmosphere will come to life. So you might as well make it positive. So, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna stop preaching, man. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna stop preaching. Shout out to my, to my younger cousin who got married a couple weekends ago. Um, well, my little cousin Romani and this uh, bride Alyssa, um, they got married and went on their honeymoon. That whole thing was great. And um, you know, all the people that's getting married, um, people that's getting job offers, um, finishing school, getting those conferred degrees, going back to school this fall, which technically started today, where we at right now, mm-hmm. and um. You know, child, everybody just getting they just do. Um, I don't know if y'all remember this, but I think back in mid late December, it was this thing that went out that said like black people gonna get their superpowers on December twenty first. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> I do, <laughs> but like a lot of people expected it to happen at that very moment. Nah. Mm-hmm. It was like Spider Man. You gotta let the beat build, and then like <laughs> as the plot thickens stuff to start popping and Mm -hmm. i've been seeing people get houses and you know like i said all the stuff i mentioned before job offers and new graduated graduations weddings you know all that so um even babies Mm -hmm. you know recently became a guy dad so that's awesome too so i mean i've been seeing a lot of my inner circle and outer circle even if you will just getting it done and i'm just like that was the superpower like manifesting your your dreams mm-hmm. and so that is mm-hmm. why Jarrell put this on my <laughs> put this on my spirit to talk about what that looks like about not only manifesting things but 
just understanding your worth and that can be in the workplace, out of the workplace. Um, but before I get into that whole personal testimony, um, I am going to harass the man with the plan who even thought to even talk about this because I swear he put this in my ear too. Uh, in your most humble opinion, good sir, yeah. when you say understanding your self-worth, like what exactly do you mean by that? Like, is it is it just in the workplace? Is it out of the workplace? I mean, kind of shed some light on that and I guess how you came up with that for yourself. Yeah, for me, I kind of looked at it as workplace, personal life, and then overall, like those feed into like my overall self-worth, self-worth. Um, I guess like the early example I can give for myself was when I had just finished my degree at Wayne State in May 2015. I took a job uh, in Shelby Township working as a continuous improvement coordinator. Um, that job was only paying like, I think, $50,000. And then, like, they wanted me to come work that job. I had an engineering degree, but the title was an engineer, so they didn't have to pay me engineer money. It was just a continuous improvement lead, but, of course, it required the IE skill set in order to even function in that role. So I was like, you know what? I can either just sit at home and not make no money, or I can, like, go to work, get the experience, and make some money, even though it's not what I want. So I took the offer. Um I actually negotiated to get 55000 so they gave me 5000 more than what the role was asking, what the role was worth, um, because they liked me that much. And then I worked that role for maybe four months before I got another offer that was like, I think like, what, 20K more at a company that was more global. <laughs> this but man me, said four months. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, because for me... It was just like the, the way that the structure was at that first job that I had out of college was just like, okay, this is how it's going to work. You come in like 5.30 in the morning and you stay to like four, right? It wasn't an hourly job, it was a salary job. So they're kind of getting over right there because I'm working with like 10 hours or whatever and I'm going to get paid this much. Um, from there also, what was happening was that there wasn't a manufacturing engineer in the role at that facility. So the manufacturer work still had to get done. So I did that work too, <laughs> as well as the continuous improvement work, all for the, all for the same pay uh, or for one check when I should have been in two checks. Um, the whole time I'm in that role, I'm just like, you know, that's not it. I'm not gonna stay here this long, whatever. Um, so I wasn't happy there. I liked the people, but I just knew that wasn't what I was worth. Um, I knew I, if I was working two jobs in one, in one company, I needed to be paid more um but on the flip side of that like my personal life everything was great i was still dating gabby we had just finished our degrees uh we were looking at engagement rings at the time um family was good uh what else was going on around the time we're just talking about like where we're we going like as a couple in the future because we weren't even engaged yet we didn't get engaged until this December 2015. So everything was good, like on the home front. Overall, I would say, like, if we're doing like a 2K rating, <laughs> I felt probably like a, I probably felt like a, a 70, 75 out of 100 as an overall rating for like self worth. It's not a 99. Um, you making up stuff. <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't a 99. I felt like. No, no, no. When you say like out of a certain number, it's like it's always out of 99, bro. Like, oh, okay, you're not even okay, a real okay. 2K player for saying that. 
all right, you're going to get into like this. <laughs> you're going to get me like that. So, yeah, 75, 70 out of 99, that's how I was feeling. Um, I just knew that I just knew that it was more for me as far as like career-wise. Um, that was the part that I, I wasn't feeling like I was living up to what I thought I was owed. And I don't, I don't like to be, you know, like some people, they, they had a thing where it's like, okay, you, you come out of college, you just be happy with what you get and you come out of college, this, this, and that. But I'm like, I understand that for a, a certain amount of time, but I'm not about to let nobody sun me. And I'm not about to let nobody, you know, take advantage of, you know, the situation. So um, right. I was doing constant interviews for like, probably from like July through September. And then my last date there was like, November so I worked there from like June through November so that was like my first time actually like trying to like like working for a company saying like you know what this is not it I need to go somewhere else where I'm getting paid better where they don't take advantage of me of my working hours because some days at that facility they will be like um yeah every Saturday we're gonna have to do um a material what do they call it inventory thing where it's like yeah. all the material <laughs> that is supposed to be here has to be proven that it's here on it's like, and guess what? You're not getting paid for that day. So, and that day took probably like 12 hours to do. You got there again, like 6 a.m. leave like at 5 p.m. after all the stuff has been counted. And we'll see you again on Monday. And I'm just like, <laughs> so basically I got Sunday off. And Sunday is not really a day off for me. I was active in church at the time and all that stuff. So I just really, I just really felt like, you know, this, this, is, this is not it. Like, I know some places where they're not going to like basically take advantage of you like this and I need to go find a place like that to work there. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you really gave a a good true life example of what it means to understand self-worth, um, especially in the workplace. So um, so I guess in short, like if you had to, and I, I looked this up actually, let's start with this because I think this will help some people really conceptualize what what this really means. So the first thing you probably should be asking yourself is, what is self-worth? And this is according to in truefashionindeed.com. And they define self-worth as appraisal of your value as a person. A sense of worthiness often results from the feeling that you have good qualities and have achieved positive things. Additionally, Self-worth relates to the essential and permanent characteristics of your identity. To recognize your worthiness is important to reduce negative self-talk and replace it with validation that you are enough and valuable. So I wanted to read that entire, not only definition, but paragraph, because I think it really captures the essence of what self-worth is all about. Um, And... Um, <laughs> because I feel like hip hop culture is truly ingrained in everything we do. The first mm-hmm. thing I think of is know yourself, know your worth. If you don't know where that's mm-hmm. from, <laughs> sucks for you. That's your homework. Um, <laughs> if you do, you probably just finished the whole verse, um, which is cool. But moving on. <laughs> so for me, this is a real full circle moment. And we're going to get into some of the details about how you identify self-worth and um, things of that nature. But for me, it's funny because I actually, I keep all my offer letters printed 
Mm-hmm. And so I literally have, I'm looking at an old copy of an off letter. I'm not even going to show you which one it is because no, we're not doing that. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it just, it's just funny when I think back to previous successes and I think about all the things I've accomplished up to today's date. And it really just gives me a reaffirmation that you don't have to necessarily go back to your last thing you accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, just to know your self-worth, you can go back previous like checkpoints. You can go back to, you know, for me, I go back to um, finishing my first round of actual therapy. I go back to uh, my wedding day. You know, I go back to um first time I ever got a job offer or a job promotion um ever got time I first got a raise um I go back to key milestones in my life um I go back to when I got my Lean Six Sigma Green Belt certification when I became a a Lean Six Sigma Green Belt professional um Mm -hmm. I think about all those things and I just think about the fact of not only not necessarily just the accomplishment part of it because a lot of people only see the glitz and glamour but I also go back to those tough discussions when I was in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. Into the thick of it. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> I think about my ecosystems. I think about my circles. I think about my team, my people, my family that literally was in my ear, you know, with positive self-talk, not the negative self-talk. Um, and I get a little emotional thinking about it because... You know, as a culture, if you go back to African-American times, you know, like the, mm-hmm. the smooth 17, 1800s where, you know, we've been, we were shunned from learning and, you know, basically told not to shine too much, et cetera, because you're not, it was illegal for, you know, African-Americans to try to learn how to read and write. Right. And I, I think about that now fast forward all the way to 2021 and it's just like look how much we overcame as a culture you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. i think about that from my own personal testimony and just like all from being told we wasn't supposed to read and write to whole ass degrees and <laughs> houses and owning properties and you know, invest, being able to invest in stock, learning about stock trades and things of that nature. It's just like mm-hmm. we live in this, we're not even living the American dream because I think that's a fallacy. But like, you know, it's just important that you understand the word, the journey you walk through, even if it's your own personal journey, even if it's for me, the going to get the engineering degree. Mm-hmm. For me, that was something that at first I didn't know if I wanted to do or not, but I eventually did it. Um, but it wasn't just the, necessarily the graduation day. It was the <laughs> the time I felt that physics exam, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or I felt that uh, or I felt that thermodynamics exam or filled the class twice. You know what right. I'm saying? It, it was the people that still spoke positive, positivity to me, you know, in those times. It was you know, getting through my dad's passing, um, you know, it was all those little, it was even the talks in passing, like even the talk we had in passing, like, you know, it was, you know, hey, hope everything good, you good, I'm good, we, we good, you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. just those mm-hmm. little things of people going through that same journey with you, 
and yep. each of you are accomplishing what you set out to do, that should be reaffirming to what your self worth is. I know that's a tangent, <laughs> but for me, it's way deeper than just you know, got the job offer. You know what I'm saying? It's it's literally everything that leads up to that moment that makes you appreciate that that moment more, right? You know, so um, first and foremost, I'll start by saying it is extremely important for you to take inventory of your own self-worth. Um, remember your journey, remember your story, because that was going to help somebody someday. And you may be on some platform talking about how you got to that point and talking about your milestones so that the next person coming behind you feels encouraged to keep going. Mm-hmm. So that is my small rant. <laughs> because <laughs> if I go on the full one, this is going to be a three-hour episode, and they're going to be like, man, turn these Negroes off. <laughs> Good God. Rich, talk too much. I won't say so. that. As <laughs> <laughs> Richard so, this coffee. Listen, that tea. <laughs> this is actually coffee. I did not have coffee okay. today. That's how much I've been relaxing, bro. Like... <laughs> My day has been, I actually started my day with helping an elementary school, like welcome their students back into the building, you know, but uh, yeah, after that, I came back home and took a nap. I was like, yeah, I'm going back to sleep. Just <laughs> <laughs> my as well. school kids, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, think about it that way, sure. But, um, but you know, it's. It's a real thing. I mean, I, I hadn't, I have not taken a true va- true vacation day mm-hmm. since like December of 2019. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the pandemic hit, you know, you know, the nature of my job just didn't allow you to take breaks really. So I had literally been going, going, going. Let's see, December 2019, and then... So a, a smooth 20 months, okay. no vacation time, only holidays, really. And, you know, whatever that's worth. All right. So, I mean, I've been mm-hmm. flipping exhausted. Um, speaking of taking breaks, I want to make sure I give this shout out because I'm supposed to do this at the very beginning, but I got distracted by looking at Jarrell's dope ass haircut. Um <laughs> I meant that. I really did. That's no shade. Uh, so this shout out goes to my favorite shoe manufacturer, even though there may be some that disagree in it because you know of all these horrible uh draw these draws closing on like sneakers at. But shout out to Nike for recognizing recognizing that mental health is a real thing. Um, in light of not only certain athletes speaking out, such as um who was you had who was that uh is that city mcclaw mcclawlin uh olympic champion um as well as naomi osaka who is a world renowned tennis player um who's you know (laughs) she with the united states but she really rocked with japan but that's a whole different conversation (laughs) because y'all ain't ready for it um Mm. 
so yeah, just big ups to them kind of really speaking out and speaking public about why mental health is important, you know, in light of uh, Simone Biles really taking a true stand on mental health during the Olympics this past uh, summer. But also um, Nike in particularly um, gave a week-long mental health break at its corporate offices. So um, this news dropped actually this morning. Um, so Nike gave all the corporate offices this week a paid week-long mental health break ahead of its September return to office plans. Um, in quotes, our senior leaders are sending a clear message. Take the time to unwind, de-stress, and spend time with your loved ones. Do not work. It is not just a week off for the team. It is an acknowledgement that we can prioritize mental health and still get the work done. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was extremely a big thing because not only because, you know, sneakerheads, I'm a self-proclaimed sneakerhead. I love shoes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In fact, I probably sent Drill probably five or six pairs of shoes in the last week alone, um, <laughs> including my recent journey to the Nike store downtown Detroit. <laughs> we'll get that in a second but um you know with the pandemic hitting and you know everybody's affected by that whole blip of time which seemed like a blip of time but it's really been a whole year plus we've been in the midst of the pandemic now with delta variant all other things of that nature right nike really taking that stand to you know recognize that hell mental health is at the, the core of everything we do we can't put out mm -hmm. quality products and develop, you know, groundbreaking shoe technology um, or even manufacture and sell great shoes and great products without healthy employees. And I almost feel as if they're taking the Google approach in terms of making sure that their employees are taken care of. So um, big ups to Nike, um, just kind of taking the lead on that. And it's a reason why I don't know what it is about shoes, but if it ain't dress shoes, it's Nikes. And I swear to God, I got more Nikes than dress shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, get into, we'll get in the shoe collections later and we'll, we'll share some stuff on our, on our social media page. But, um, you know, it, I, think, I think it's big for companies to realize that not only is mental health important, but COVID-19 definitely impacted that in a negative light. So I'm glad to see people stepping up and stepping out for mental health. So that's my shout out. But um, shout out to my boy Jarell. I just got the new Jays, though. <laughs> <laughs> I got the the, the twelve that came out. What that was July, like two two releases ago, four releases ago, something like that. I don't know how Come I got them. I was just playing on the app. I'm like okay, see, it's, it's, it's <laughs> people like you, man. I was just playing on the app. Shut up. <laughs> so was that a, was that a sneakers app release? That was. That was. See, I was. See, man, I'm the, close the way I set it up is just that I look, I go through the app like maybe another week, right? Monday, and I say, okay, what's coming out Saturday? Then I say, um, I press the thing to say like notify me when the draw opens. Then when Saturday comes, mm -hmm. nine fifty nine, pushes it to my notifications. I go bloop. Check out, type in password. Okay, <laughs> and three hours later, they're like you are selected. So. Yeah, man, that's great. You know, I always tell people 
the culture winning on the sneakers app is how I wish the culture would embrace one another. Like when one win, we all win. As we talk about that, we navigate back to our main discussion. I think that's what it's really all about. So, like, if Jarrell's mm-hmm. to get a job offer, I'm a little shit. I'm going to praise him like I'm praising myself. Mm-hmm. And just to let them know, like, hey, listen, I know the, I know the, I know the journey you've been through to try to get this job offer. I know the <laughs> journey you've been through to try to get a win on the sneakers app, okay? We all be catching L's left and right. Just <laughs> so, when one win, we all win. Like, that's, that's it. True. Um, I'm actually at the Nike store I'm last Monday. Thank you, because I I hate those people. They annoy the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah. I'm selling for three for three fifty. Get out of my house. Um, so I'm at the Nike store last Monday, and uh, you know, I got a very generous uh, donation from um. <laughs> My, my my outgoing colleagues, if you will, as I transition to a new job opportunity. And they gave me a re- generous donation, the best way to put it. Yeah. And so I go to the Nike store. I'm like, the first thing I'm thinking in my head is, I want some new sneaks anyway. Let's do it. So I go. Mm-hmm. You know how, like, you see a pair of shoes that you think you really want? But, yep. <laughs> and then when you get them in your hand, you like, mm. This ain't it. <laughs> right. They look better on the photos than they do in your hand or on your feet. Yeah. So at first I had bought them. I'm like, well, I've been wanting them. I said, if I get extra money, I'll get them, right? Mm-hmm. So Monday passed, Tuesday passed. I'm like, I don't really like these. These are ugly. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take them back. I'm, I'm going to just take them back. You know, take them back. I'm taking them back. So mm-hmm. Wednesday gets here. I go to the Nike store. And then I saw these really comfortable Air Max Zephyrs, I think they call it. And for anybody that don't know what they are, they're amazing. <laughs> they are extremely comfortable. <laughs> Again, I swear to God, I should be like a Nike associate or something. They need to figure out how to give me a deal for not being an athlete. <laughs> I'll let them work out the numbers, you know. I, I believe in them. Um, I think I think Nike should be like one of our sponsors, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to throw it out there. I think so, too. If I manifest <laughs> this, thank God. But... Uh, <laughs> So I had the Air Max in my hand. I'm like, let me just go look. You know how they had the big wall at the mm-hmm. outer perimeter of the store to have like either shoes that are low in stock or shoes that are on sale. Right. So I go take a look. I'm like, I want to just look, take another glance, look at the size 10s, 10s and a halves. I'm mm-hmm. looking in the size 10s. I look at the very, very bottom. I see some bronze. I see some Jumpmans. I see some old Air Max, different models, et cetera. And then I see this shoe and it had a, a 20 on the like on the heel of it. It was like stitched in. And I was like, I wonder what this is. I pulled a box out. And it's a pair of the class of 2021 Air Jordan 5 lows. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> I gotta have them. I'm throwing these Air Max in the corner somewhere. And I'm getting these shoes because I strongly do believe if it's something that you love and you want, the time is now. Go get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have probably worked so hard to get to a certain point in your life where you can afford these things for yourself. Right. So read the benefits. Go get it. Like, get that pair of shoes. Take mm-hmm. that vacation. Take that PTO. 
Um, apply for that job. Right. Apply for that job. <laughs> no, I'm gonna apply really, to jobs that like I'm like. Yeah, let's are you it. applying? <laughs> are you applying to apply? Or are you applying with intention? You're right. Some of them I have been applying to apply. Others I can tell the difference too because some of them I will follow up on more than the ones that I won't. So the ones exactly. that I follow up on are the ones that I'm like, yeah, I like this. The other ones yeah. are more so like, mm, take a jump shot, bomb blind for type of thing. <laughs> And the funny thing is, I think of it the same way I think of this reason it's all tied together. I did not manufacture it this way at all, I promise, because I'm just one of those extra clingy type people that do this. But like, it's the mm-hmm. reason that it manifests that way, because say, for instance, you know, in the in the true age of reselling shoes and, you know, actually going in store to go pick up gym shoes versus shopping on the mobile application. Um mm-hmm. Same thing with, I think, with career opportunities, um, especially being a member of the millennials, if you will. Um, I look at it as it's nothing wrong with shopping. Mm-hmm. I think it's something when you, obviously, when you actually put money into something, when you save up for something, when you, you build your, <laughs> your bank account, if you will, in this case, to buy that pair of shoes. I feel as if it's the same thing as your self-worth. I think you need to look at, you know, your skill sets, your things that you do really well. You know, when you have your performance evaluations with your employer, you know, they're going to give you a list of things they think you do extremely well, hopefully. Um, if they don't, you should ask them. Be sure you ask. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, they're going to give you a list of things that you maybe want to work on. Or that you come up for yourself because you realize, hey, you know what? I suck at this thing. Um, and use your career opportunities to invest in yourself, to build yourself up, to be that best employee that you can be regardless of how you feel about the job. Because what may end up happening is an opportunity may come up for you to cash in. And it's very similar to <laughs> my fake sneakerhead journey. So... Um, <laughs> From the sneakerhead standpoint, I really wanted these pollen Air Jordan 1s, high tops, same colors as the t-shirt I man I speak of for mental health. Um, and because life happened on me, just mm-hmm. didn't, I didn't get it. I did not get it. I wasn't able to budget for it, which I'm a huge budgeter these days, you know, thanks to my dope ass wife. Um, but um just so have it. A couple weeks later, I'm at the Nike store and I'm literally finding another pair of Jordans that I secretly really, really wanted more than those. And it makes more mm-hmm. sense for me. Okay. So let's tell that back into the example about the job. I was <laughs> so, and this is the story time part of it, the actual story. So when I first graduated from college, I was, and those that know me probably know the exact companies and that I'm talking about here. And mm-hmm. Even if you do know, just know that I have mutual respect for each of these organizations, even to this moment in time. Um, so when I first graduated from college, I secured my first job offer before I even graduated, like a couple months before I actually walked the stage. And so it was first opportunity. I was working in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, 
for lack of, you know, people say they live in Detroit, but they don't live in Detroit. You get it. <laughs> so the first part of it was in Grand Rapids. Then the second part was in Saginaw. Um, I felt that I did my really, you know, my first opportunity out of college. So I'm hitting the ground every mm-hmm. single day, pounding hard, making sure I learn something, do something new, be innovative, be creative, be a millennial for God's sake. And, mm-hmm. you know, set up volunteer opportunities, a whole nine yards, really put my name out there and making sure people know who I am. Not to prove anything, but that's just who I am. Anybody that knows me knows I'm this way. Mm-hmm. And so I, I built on my skill sets. I learned how to use certain tools. I, you know, manifested community service events, all that type of jazz. And in 2016, I did something I thought I'd never do. I quit without a plan. I quit a job. I said, you know, it was a situation basically where um, the certain director didn't believe in my skill set because I didn't do it the old fashioned way, you know, as mm-hmm. you know, old timers like to say it. And he was like, well, I need you to prove to me directly. So I want you to report straight to me. And you move back to the west side of Michigan to work directly under me. What I was already guaranteed another job opportunity. A job opportunity that not only did I not necessarily apply for internally, mm-hmm. but somebody that previously saw me working recommended me for and so the guy went blabbing was out i don't think he's ready he's at a third they canceled the job opportunity while i'm on my honeymoon with my wife and basically forced me to a situation where i not only did i quit my job without a backup plan but also Mm -hmm. went to about with depression and that lasted for several months until i got another job you know just randomly applying as you talked about earlier Mm -hmm. Took a job automotive, absolutely hated it. Mm-hmm. I basically worked myself out of that job in 90 days. And um, <laughs> you know, you if you ever had a job that you absolutely hate, you know what I'm talking about. It's like you don't even mm-hmm. care if they like these your papers, you out of here. It's like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Um, and so then I manifested another opportunity um working utilities um for the past three and a half years, and it was lower pay, but the relationships that I made and um, the problems I was able to help solve and Mm -hmm. certifications I was able to obtain made it worth so much more. And, you know, you can't replace that for anything. And so they got to the point where I didn't, I seen a glass ceiling approaching. Um, The glass ceiling is basically an opportunity where you work hard as you can but you can't see why you're blocked. You know, it may be due to race. It may be due to your qualifications. It may be due to certifications or licenses you may or may not have. Um, I think a part of it too is that you do your job so good and so above and beyond that they don't know how they will ever replace you if you weren't there. There's that part. And I fall into one of the categories, but I'm not going to sit here and brag about it. I'm just <laughs> finished telling the story. Um, and so I ran into a fraternity. He literally cursed me out because I haven't, you know, I, one of the things I'm doing a better job at is keeping in touch with my peoples. And he cussed me out. Mm-hmm. was basically like, first off, this month, Effa don't call me no more. And I was like, actually, I've texted you several times. If I send you a text right now, you'll see the exact thread I'm talking about that you mm-hmm. didn't respond. <laughs> he know who he is. 
And I hope he listened <laughs> to that statement because I called his ass out right there in front of his wife. And he was like, you know what, Dan, I didn't save your number. I'm like, yeah, bruh. Anyway, um, but we all got friends like that. You know, Jarrell don't ever respond back. But anyway. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> I love you, man. I really do. Uh, and so he was just, one of the things he told me is just like, when are you going to go out and go get your worth? I've heard it from colleagues. He was like, I, other colleagues talking to me like, I thought you were my supervisor. I thought you were a supervisor. This and a third, all these different things. And I'm just like, it's good to know how other people feel about me. So I'm going to add that to my bank of, you know, asking about promotions. I'm going to ask about, you know, raises. I'm going to ask about these things and see what happens. And I had already been asking, but it was too slow. And if you know anything about millennials, I mean, we need to see something. We need to see that as much as I pour into you, in those same moments, they're pouring back into you. You know what I'm saying? I, I want I like to see that because I'm a very hardworking individual. And for me, it just wasn't happening at the moment, at the rate that I wanted it to happen. So true fashion, I tested the market. I, I call this, this is where I talked about that whole black people superpowers thing. I swear to God, after December 21st, something started building up in me to this moment. <laughs> but um, I don't know if a spider bit me, but anyway, uh, you know, just different people just manifesting things into me. They're speaking life into me. And, you know, I already been working on certain skill sets. So, like, you know, following up, increasing my communication skills, this and third, closing out issues, um, report, technical report writing, all that type of jazz, right? And mm-hmm. I saw, we flashed back to 2016. I talked about the job that I initially got recommended for, but I got blocked from getting. I saw that same position within that same company open up again. <laughs> and so I went to try to apply. I was looking to apply for it. I genuinely was interested. And then something in me was just like, it was like the pile of ones. It was just like, I thought I wanted them, but I don't think this is it. <laughs> so I'm still going to look and search out there to see if it's something that more so fits what I currently do, because I feel like I felt at a certain point I was overworked and underpaid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody's probably felt that in their life. If you listen to this and say you haven't, you probably be lying. Um, but fast forward to it. I applied for a series of different three of jobs back at the original company. And one opportunity came up that opened my eyes to how valuable I am. And it made all the previous hard work and energies put into my job, my current, well, I can't even say my current job because I'm in between. <laughs> into that current job, it, it made it all worthwhile. And they came to me and said, hey, listen, we like your skill set. We like your personality. Mm-hmm. We like your experience. And now we want to extend you a job offer making mm-hmm. this much with this many vacation days, with this type of hybrid uh, workplace scheduling, with all these different mm-hmm. things. And I'm just sitting here looking like, this is crazy because all the previous mm-hmm. people have spoken this into me uh-huh. to the point where I started believing in myself. Like, it wasn't that I had intentions on 
quote unquote jumping ship, if you will. But I truly manifested every single day and said, it's going to come down between these three jobs mm-hmm. within this same company. Yeah. In which I'm going to get a higher salary. I'm going to get more vacation days. I'm going to get a better work-life balance. And it's going to all be worth it. I'm going to get that job offer. I don't know how it's going to happen. That's not up to me. Only thing I'm going to do is bring my best self to the table. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel as if I've learned so much in the last, what, five or six years that there's no reason in the world that I'm not the guy for the job. This is not the same thing as being conceited and saying, I'm the man. It's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's when you actually put your hard work and energy into something every single day. The mama mentality, for God's sake. When you do that every single day, you know what you're worth at the end of the day. You know, nobody can match that. Because mm-hmm. you bring that unique skill set, that unique personality to that position. Now it's like, oh, we got to have them. And it's not only that I got the job offer. It's not only that I took the job offer. But it's also the fact of other people extending out of branches, you know, asking about a counter offer. Um, other organizations are reaching out and say, hey, are you sure you don't want to interview with us? Because we saw your resume. And we, we know, we know about you. Like it's also other organizations saying, Hey, listen, if you ever looking for another job opportunity with us, or if an executive level role pop up, we're going to keep you in mind. <laughs> it's that level of manifestation that I'm talking about here. This is what, like when you build on something every day, I guarantee you, like when you start just speaking those things into existence, like your actions will follow it. And it literally will set yourself set you up for success. Um, and so, you know, all that to say, I think I started really believing that this will happen in mid-June, because there was also like a virtual career for that popped up for the same thing. Okay. And within a month. I had a job offer. And so at that point, I knew not only was, you know, the hard work and everything well informed with it, but mm-hmm. I truly believe that God was in charge. Sorry for y'all that don't believe or whatever the powers may be, whatever <laughs> you pray to, that's your problem. But like, I strongly do believe that if you have it in your heart, if you have good intention there and, you know, you pray for that guidance. You pray for that vision for yourself. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to do nothing but give it to you. Right. Been living real life too hard. Now it's time to live. That's so true. Even the Bible says that you have not because you ask not. So all of that listen. is the one another. Listen, okay? <laughs> okay. Imply I say that. Uh. <laughs> Big Sean, I say it very often, like nothing is stopping. Probably mm-hmm. the only thing stopping is yourself. And that's probably the realest thing I can put with that. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just thankful that, you know, for good people around me that believe in me, just be my best genuine self to um, people that think I'm great, even when I don't think I'm great at times. Because I know we all had that moment of self-doubt and imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um you know, those are just build me up and challenge me to be better every single day. Like, 
I don't think that I would even go as hard if I didn't have those people around me. And so um, Mm -hmm. when you understand what your self-worth is and when you invest in those things, and I'm going to literally leave you guys with what some of those activities of self-worth look like. But when you actually do that for yourself, it really, really shows itself. So Mm -hmm. with that, I'm give you, we'll post a link to the article. I'm in an episode notes, but for this particular thing, it's not only understanding your self-worth in a workplace, but it's a couple of different things. So tips for building your sense of self-worth at work. You can do this elsewhere too. You don't have to just be at your nine to five or your business or whatever it may be. So one is define your value. Um, and I'll give you the cliff notes of it. Um, that ultimately means to not only recognize what you're worth, but try to assign some value to it and make sure that you don't, don't undersell yourself. In fact, state what you're worth and add tax. For any of my business owners, you know what I'm talking about. A lot of people be trying to get the homie hookups and the, oh, you my mans, can I get a deal? If they truly respect your value, mm-hmm. then they'll pay exactly plus tip what you're worth. Um, another thing that makes it easy is when you identify your purpose. Um, I saw my music hit uh, <laughs> on Detroit, too. It's a blip in there. He started asking himself, who is purpose? What is purpose? I am purpose. I ain't going to tell you you got it from. That's your other homework today, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all go do that. Um, just understand and consider what qualities of work-life balance you want in your life and then make a plan for achieving them. Um, remember your successes. We talked about that a little bit. So literally think back to any big things to accomplish, any small thing you accomplish, whether it be telling somebody no and meaning it or like when you accomplish a major milestone like graduating high school graduating college maybe you you know getting certifications in trades or maybe it's getting your your realtor's license you know whatever that thing may be shout out to my broke with that realtor license <laughs> <laughs> um you know it's, it's like it's like keeping a report card on yourself you know you you see how you did in those things um, but remember, um, and this is a cool thing, even if you don't achieve a major goal, write down three, accomplish, three accomplishments you make each workday. And hopefully by the end of the work week, you'll have at least 15. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that say build good relationships, we talked about that already. Ask for feedback. That is crucial. You may see you a certain way, but ask your colleagues, you know, how the hell am I doing? Um, let's see, identify your strengths and weaknesses, focus on yourself and also focus on solutions. Um, there's probably a lot more I can get into with that, but this episode will turn into a five hour episode, <laughs> but I've legit, without even reading this article, have practiced that in my own life. And Drill, I know you have too, because, you know, just you sharing your successes about like anything little from like, um, <laughs> Anything from like perfecting a piece of jerk chicken to uh, that's a major thing, big dog. Um, between that, between your certifications you've gotten, between you closing your first like house, 
um, as a realtor mm-hmm. to, you know, just any big thing that you said you wanted to do. Like, it's important for you to notate not only the accomplishment, but how you got there. What some behaviors you had. Think about when you were like in your, your peak, like your peak performance mode. Like what are some activities and things you did every single day to get you there? And, you know, I guess the last part I'll say about it is don't be afraid to brag about it because you worked your ass off to get there. And to anybody that's either envious or haven't, haven't accomplished it, it's going to seem like bragging, but if I brag, it's for the sake of, Hey, listen, I can accomplish it. Anybody can accomplish it. So let me be an example, if you will, to what success may look like for you and you go get your own too. So we can celebrate you as well. Mm -hmm. So that is in a nutshell, my opinion about self-worth. Yeah. I don't know if I said too much or not too much, but <laughs> um, you know, I just I'm just thankful that not only the accomplishment is next part of my journey, but it's a clip I think of, and I think of the late great Kobe Bryant. He talks about one of the games where him and Paul Gasol was right in the alignment. He was like, I was right there with you the whole time. I knew you were <laughs> gonna go that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of that same deal for yourself, it's just that. If you want something to go a certain direction, then you set the tone and go for it in that exact direction. The worst yeah. thing that may happen is you missed one of the shots, but you know, you'll get it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of the Kanye song. It's the last thing I would add. It's the, um, he asked the question on graduation track number two Don't you realize? That you are a champion. That's what comes to mind with knowing yourself worth. I was that yesterday. So <laughs> that's like my favorite song in that whole entire album. In fact, I used to use that. It's funny you used to actually play that a lot my freshman and sophomore year of college, like mm-hmm. every single day. But another one I'm gonna give y'all is uh what was it? It's off chance the rapper's uh mixtape, the coloring book. And it's the old, it's he had a mm-hmm. series of bops on there, but ones in particular that I think about mm-hmm. is um finish line. Um, and what's that? I think it's uh I think it's called Never Drown. It's like a two-on-one track. It starts with him and T-Pain, mm-hmm. it ends up with uh Kurt Franklin and the choir, and then the last track is uh with chance and Ty Dollar sign called Blessings. And I think I actually revisit those and a lot of other music between Big Shine and Chance and J. Cole even. Um, a lot of those songs really give me a lot of inspiration, even though they're obviously like extreme hip hop. But I think we'll leave that for next episode about the influence of hip hop yeah. and mental health because those artists literally, if I can meet them, it's not even about like, your music slap, your music is amazing. Like, yo, your music literally got me through some either traumatic or climactic like experiences. You know what I'm saying? And it's a beautiful thing. So that's my musical shout outs. Chance the Rapper for the coloring book. J. Cole just J. Colin. And uh and Big Shine specifically for I think it was uh I think it was uh 
I decided the album Detroit 2, obviously, and even um what's that Dark Sky Paradise, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to those, you just late because I'm old. Autumn old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's at least like 2012, 2013, back there sometime. Except for Detroit too. I mean, that was last last uh last fall, but you know. That was a beautiful, uh, that was a beautiful little mixtape right there. So that's all I have for these things. <laughs> <laughs> so unless you have anything to add to the content discussed, um, I think that brings us to a good point to wrap up this topic of episode 70. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess the only thing I would add is just that, you know. I think this podcast is a true testament to that as well, because we literally, and I remember it, we were perfectly in line. With <laughs> we literally spoke this up at a Panera Bread, bro. And like, here we are at 70 episodes in, with a lot of breaks in between. But the fact that people still show up, still mm-hmm. listen, we average maybe like 200 listens on every single episode we put out on average. Um Hopefully that means we're doing something and hopefully that's something that y'all can rock with. So um, I know for myself and I'm pretty sure Jarrell can speak to it as well. Um, we love and appreciate each and every person that's been streaming thus far. And I guess the challenge is not to get the hundred because. We have to have a big jerk chicken celebration at a hundred. <laughs> Listen, I think I want a big uh, jerk chicken celebration at 70. I ain't gonna lie. I'm saying that's not 70. <laughs> yep, because we just wrapped up 70. I think it's a good milestone for a bunch of jerk chicken. Yeah, that's true because Labor Day is what, like four or five days away now. So, yes, like today's, today's Monday. So, yeah, that's I think I'm gonna just drop this early just because. Mm-hmm. Just anticipation for the holidays. Just drop it. Just, 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 so, just so people could know that I put that out there and antagonize me if they don't come through, if they don't see your post on Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> or on TikTok. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, with that being said, I know we love each and every one of you guys. Hope that you are maintaining during the midst of we are still in the middle of a pandemic. This is a different mm-hmm. phase of it. A lot more people are vaccinated these days. But Delta variant out here is spreading like legs at 2 a.m. So please <laughs> be safe. If you still need, if you still don't feel like it, mask up anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Still wash your hands because you should do it anyway. Not just because yeah. of the COVID thing. Um, pandemic or no pandemic, wash your hands. <laughs> pandemic or no, wash your damn hands, okay? Scrub your legs, scrub your body parts. Yeah. The ones you see and can't see, okay? Moisturize daily. And uh, drink your water. Mm-hmm. That's that's the best <laughs> advice I can give you at the end of this episode. How about that? Um, so anything else before we turn mm-hmm. the lights off, brother? Uh, that's it. Until next, to the next episode, as Nate Dog said. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we smoke weed every day <laughs> <laughs> no we really don't um, be sure to tap in with us we're on all forms of social media Instagram, Facebook, Twitter even 
Um, search for the Mental Matters Podcast. You'll find us even on TikTok and Mental Matters Podcast. Um, you can stream us on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Pods, Apple Pods. Working on title. We'll see how that goes. Um, search for Mental Matters Podcast. Like and comment and share it. Like, make sure you rate us. Ratings are important. And if you even feel in the mood for it, drop you some merch. It's almost hoodie season, so get your hoodies, man. Um, I think I'm, I think we should do these on hoodies. I think that'd be dope. What you think? Maybe I'll rock it. I don't know mm, about the white though. The white part that might get dirty. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. I, this is probably the third time I've worn a shirt since we bought it. And the first time we tried them, so okay. uh, <laughs> probably nothing white, but. Um, make sure you cop some merch, support the podcast because that's how we keep this thing for free for y'all. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I am Rich. That is Jarrell. We are out this thing. Y'all stay up, stay healthy, and uh, until next time. Bye. Stop recording. Bye.